This is the World Industrial News for Monday, December 19th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to Part 7 of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Absolutely. Well, well, companies in the private sector have a tremendous and vital role to play because even though this seems like a lot of money, in many of these programs, states have to actually come up with some of the match themselves. And some states just may not have those funds or opt not to do that. And so in terms of the private sector, um, P3s, joint ventures, providing that match, being there to think about leveraging those federal funds to the maximum extent possible. They have a they have a role to play that, in fact, we are all eyes are looking at them to help them get across the finish line in terms of these goals. Um, I will give you just one example. Um, there is a funding a stream, uh, it's a very long name, so I won't say the whole thing, but essentially it's there to ensure reliability and resiliency. That's a $5 billion program. And within that program, the state is looking at areas that have historically been affected by severe weather, like Pat mentioned, right, the wildfires. And in those areas, they're thinking about developing transmission storage distribution infrastructure that's going to help improve resiliency and reliability. And so to the extent that companies can get in front of their state stakeholders, their governor's offices, their state legislatures, their PUCs, um, their state energy officers, their chief resiliency officers, this is a stakeholder chain within the state that is all looking at these funds and thinking, what is the best way that I can spend this money? And I can tell you from my conversations with different states, they're not they're worried that they're not going to be able to provide that match whatever it might be from their state budget and so they're looking for help from the private sector and so i really encourage companies to ha- start having that dialogue because um they can they really have a, a role to play that is going to aid in protecting our environment um, as well as our energy uh, sector just listening to you, I'm thinking we could have a whole session just on following the funds and the breakdown of the state bills. by state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. And 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 just you know, again, um, I think it would be important probably now to switch to the technology influence. You know, Pat, focusing on the power of data and predicting power failures. How can technology be the enabler to help modernize the U.S. power grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. The U.S. Energy Information Administration predicts renewable energy sources will generate 22% of U.S. electricity by the end of 2022, which is ahead of coal and nuclear. Wind accounts for the bulk of U.S. renewable generation, and more than 10% of operational wind capacity was installed between June 2021 and June 2022. Industrial Info was tracking more than $4.5 billion worth of active wind energy projects, which are set to begin construction in the first quarter of 2023, more than $3 billion of which is attributed to projects with a medium to high likelihood of beginning construction construction as currently scheduled. 
Enel North America, a subsidiary of NLSPA, has added to its power purchase agreements after reaching an agreement with McDonald's Corporation and its supply chain partners to purchase 189 megawatts of renewable energy from Enel's Blue Jay Solar Project in Grimes County, Texas. Industrial Info was tracking $5.6 billion worth of active project activity from Enel North America and its subsidiaries most of which is for solar and wind generation in Texas. Industrial Info is tracking more than $4.3 billion worth of projects that are under construction in Missouri. The industrial manufacturing industry, with more than $1.5 billion of projects, leads the state in terms of overall project value, followed by the food and beverage industry. And the first new U.K. coal mine in decades has been given the go-ahead by the government amidst a storm of protests from its own climate advisory panel and environmental bodies. The government has approved plans by West Cumbria Mining to develop a mine near Whitehaven in Cumbria in northeast England. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.